going to preach. Um, I stand in amazement of how they picked the right songs without knowing what I'm going to preach. We are winding down in this the way I can always tell when I'm winding down is God already got the new series preaching in my head. <laughs> so I know that the next couple few Sundays would be trying to wrap this up, make it clear that we will come away with a true understanding. Amen. Pray with me as I endeavor to do just that. We have changed scriptures for today. We're looking at Isaiah 61, verse 1 through 4. Jesus quoted this scripture when he came to Galilee and preached for the first time. The book of Isaiah was given to him. You read this in Luke 4, beginning 18. And, and he opened up to Isaiah, and he proclaims this as his earthly ministry. He claims this of why he came, not just to save our spirits and to save our souls to go to heaven, but there's healing for your soul. Talk to your neighbor and say, there's healing for your soul. The lie of the devil is that, that there is no healing for your soul. That you're going to stay broken all of your life. But I want you to name, by the name of Jesus, there is healing for your soul. Let's read. Then I'll come back and ask Jesus to go through the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings, the good news, the gospel to the poor in spirit. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, whatever captive of mind, captive of heart, captive of emotion, captives with a stronghold in our lives. The opening up the door of the prison, not so much the prison, the physical prison, but you can be in here and be in prison. Within your thinking, within your emotions, and what life has done to you, there's many people that are in prison to those who are bound, bound. Spiritually bound. Spiritually can't get free. 
to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of his coming. As him coming as the Messiah, coming born of a virgin, the day of vengeance of our God, that's in the future where one of these days God's going to get sick and tired of all this evil. And I'm so glad we as a church won't be here <laughs> to comfort all who, who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them, watch this, beauty for your ashes. There's two levels of this. It's, it's a force that is burnt out, and, but after the f heat hits it, new seeds pop up. Yeah. Then there are those that are mourning, they put ashes on themselves, and he says, I'm going to give you a diadem, a beauty, a crown of beauty that will cover you because I know what you've been through. The oil of joy instead of mourning. He said, your situation may not change, but I will give you joy in the midst of it. It's oil. You will smell like joy. You will look like joy because of the anointing. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. God said, I'm able to lift you up. Turn to your neighbor and say, God is able to lift you up. Now give God a shout of praise. They, and then I'm going to, you can sit down after that, that they may be called the trees of righteousness. He said, they will see my hands on you. They will notice that you are mine. The planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. You can sit down. Father, even now. Move Tracy out the way and you speak. You minister. You talk to us. Lord, make clear. Lord, make clear. Make clear. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Somebody said to me this week, they said, I realize that the strongholds that we have in our lives that we've been feeding for years. That, that, that we've, been, we've, been, we've, been, we've been living it for years. He said, even though I'm doing what you say, he said, I realize it doesn't fall all at once. So I realize you take it down brick by brick by brick. Listen, if you've been walking in a bondage that did not start off as a bondage, but you participated in it all these years, God, most of the time, do not take it all at once. It's a process. You, you got to work your faith. You, you got to be diligent. You got to believe God while you still in bondage. You got to believe that God is tearing it down step by step, brick by brick, 
that he's pulling up some things, that, that he's setting you free. Why? Because the devil will lie to you and tell you you will never have victory. The Jebusites was there for years before David came along, and David knows the victory of his past, that David had the faith to tell the Jebusites, this day, you coming down. But they was there for years in the midst of Israel. My brothers and sisters, I, I've been trying to tell you, you in a fight. And a fight that you are in is in your mind. First John chapter 3 says this, I think it's verse 8, it says this. This is why Jesus was manifest to set free, to set loose, to undo the works of the devil. Listen, what, 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 what do you mean? What do you mean his works? In us. None of us get through this unscarred. None of us gets through untouched. And the problem with us as Christians sometimes, we think that since we Christians, everything's supposed to go right. You can't show me that in the Bible. That's a prosperity teaching that has hurt a lot of Christians. Listen, he told us you will be persecuted. He told us you will have trouble. He told us the devil is your enemy. But he said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world, so your victory is in him. If you think, if, if you are counting God on what happens in your circumstance, in your situation, you're going to be disappointed with God. But if you wait on him, if you put your faith in him, if you lean in him, what you will discover is your relationship with him is better than anything this old world has to offer. I won't say God won't bless you with things. Yes, he will, but, but your faith is going to be tested. Love that song, Stand. Will you stand no matter what comes? Will you stand and give God praise in the midst of? What the devil is trying to take is your worship. What the devil is trying to take is your praise. The devil wants you to stop looking up and look out. But I declare, if you make up your mind in the name of Jesus, that the Lord, I'm going to keep my eyes on you. You will taste the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Matter of fact, I bet you, I bet you we got disappointed Christians sitting here right now. They, 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 they come to church, they say the right thing, but on the inside, they're not walking by faith. On the inside, they feel like God didn't do what I asked him to do. Well, show me in the word of God where God doing it what you say. 
God does what he says. We stand on his promises. We stand on his word. We stand on what he says because some of the stuff we ask him to do don't make, don't make good sense. And, 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 and we don't see the whole picture. Remember, remember, God didn't do it the way I wanted him to do it as quickly as I wanted him to do it. And I had the nerve to get an attitude with God. Don't look at me with that tone of voice. You've been there too. And the Spirit of God came on me and he said, Tracy, you're going to judge me when you only got one piece of the puzzle? You don't understand what I'm doing. You don't understand the whole picture. You don't understand how it all works together. I ask you to trust me with not knowing, but knowing me. God, God says, when you know my heart, you don't have to know all the details. When you know his heart, you don't have to see it. When you really know his heart, you can say, Lord, I trust you because I know how much you love me because you have already proven yourself over and over again. So, Lord, I'm going to stand right here. I ain't going nowhere until you come see about me because I know you're just that type of God. If, if you're not there, whether you believe it or not, what we're going through is trying to get us there. And there's no way to get there but to go through. Look what he says in our verse, Isaiah 61. Let me read the negative first. He said he came for the poor in spirit. That, that's people don't have it all together. He said, I came for the brokenhearted. In fact, when he quotes it in Luke 4, 18, he quotes it, it's in the Greek. In the Greek, it says shattered. It's fragmented. So if you feel like that your life has fallen apart, you are in good company. The church has never been a place for perfect people. In fact, according to this, it's for broken people. I got any broken people in the house because, because, because I'm broken. I'll be the first one to say that, that God had to show me my brokenness, but my brokenness makes me lean in and trust him more. I recognize I can't do this. If you think you can do this, good luck. Because the Lord said you can't do it. That's why he came. Let me show you something. I got, I got a little Tracy Harper came in my office and gave me this. And this is a clay pot. And, and inside is painted with red, which is the blood of Jesus. And it reads, Jesus covers my crack. <laughs> you see these tags on the outside? 
Those tags represent us. Let me read some to you. False image and identity. Messed up sexual identity. Grew up thinking not good enough. Been told that all your life. Damaged goods because of being raped and molested. People pleaser because you don't think you're good enough. We have built our own self-image and it didn't come from God. Pride. You know, maybe I haven't hit you yet, but you up here. <laughs> Whatever it is, notice it's in our flesh, it's in our soul, it's in our body. If you are born again, your identity is not in this, it's in what God put on the inside of you. If you're born again, God has given you a new spirit that sits down inside of your body. You can't see it, but you can feel it. You can't see it, but it will guide you. Matter of fact, he even have a voice that will talk to you if you're willing to listen. It says, it says, it says, God sees me through the blood of Jesus, so he don't see what I did. He don't see what I do. Matter of fact, the blood of Jesus covers my past, my present and my future because he sees what he put inside of me. Let me talk to somebody that don't know Jesus. You don't have this on the inside because you haven't accepted Jesus. And the only thing you have to offer is what's on the outside. And this can't save you. God's not saving us for how good or bad we are. He's saving us by that you have accepted my son Jesus and you've been born again of my spirit and I placed it on the inside of you. So when I see you, I don't see this and I see through the blood and I place the seed of me in you. My question is to us, which one are we feeding? being saved, I can still be messing with the outside. I can still be talking outward stuff. I can still be caught up in my mess and I won't grow. And watch this. And, 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 and nobody sees who I am because we're too busy messing in mess. Oh, my brothers, I don't know if you can see it. But there's, 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 there's soil here. There's soil in this cup. Which means that, that seed, that the seeds 
that God has planted in me is planted in soil. It's, 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 it's seeds, though. Seeds need soil. What I've learned in my life is this. Everything I've been through, everything, every, 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 everything, everything, every hurt, every pain, now that I have turned it over, has become the soil from which God grows things that he has in me up. I say this all the time. I would not be, not that I'm all that, but I'm much better than I used to be. Kenny Graham grew up in Kenny Heights with me, and he told me, he said, when they saw me coming, they crossed the street. I was that angry. I was that angry. I didn't even know that. I was wondering why they was crossing the street. <laughs> it's funny. You don't see yourself how others see you. You don't know. But you think you are, you're not. How the image that you painted yourself is false. The devil's greatest weapon is deception. And until you have put yourself in the light of God and asked God to show you who you are, what you think is false. I remember the movie Matrix, and, and I remember sitting there, went there with Britt, and me and my son would go to movies, and when I saw these people in a dream world that the machines had set up, God said to me, he said, most of you are living in a dream world. And I sat there with tears lapping up under my chin because God was blowing me up with spiritual truth, saying, we're living a dream. It's not even real. The whole world is in his sway. First John chapter 5 says, he said, we're in deception. And until we allow God to come in and deal with us, we don't even know what truth is. Jeremiah 17 says that the heart is, what's this, deceitfully wicked. Hold on, we deceive ourselves. Your, 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 your unborn again heart or, or your natural heart will deceive you in believing a lie. Constantly, we got to go before God and say, Lord, show me. Lord, Lord, help me. Lord, make me better. Make me better. God is not grading on checking the box. He says, you need me. Come to me. I want you to know that sometimes God will allow what he hates in our life to bring us to a place of brokenness that will come to him saying, I can't do it. Lord, I need you. Lord, I want you. He will allow what he hates to get the best out of us. Notice, I got things sticking up out of these cups. Justin, come here. Just pick one for me. 
And speaking to him, I'm like, what does it say? We are born again into the image and identity of Christ. So, hold on. So this fake self-image needs to be replaced by what God says I am. I said, for everything, every tag that the devil has tagged me with, God has a replacement. I don't care what it is. I don't care what life has thrown at you. I care, but what I'm saying is, no matter what it is, if you give it to God, God will bring beauty out of your pain. Hallelujah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I was called from that verse. No, you ain't going nowhere. Come on, come on, come on. I realize now that a lot of the stuff I went through so I can identify with other people's pain. It's a testimony, it's a decoration of what God can do with other people. Hold on, and you can't do it until God has brought you through. Some of you, God's waiting on you to get real. And when you get real, he'll get real. There is deliverance. There is healing. There is another better side to the story. Our Lord will come in, meet you where you are. Listen, he did not make us to fix ourselves. Come on, let's, let's, let's grab another one. Huh? Hold on, huh? So we went through broken clay to now you God's masterpiece in process. Listen, you are becoming who you are. Say that to your neighbor. I am becoming who, who I am. It, it, it's already true on the inside, but he got to bring it about of me. It's already in my spirit. It's been planted in me. So now I have to feed myself with the word of God, with prayer, with getting in his presence, to water the seed that he has in me because I, I, I yet don't know who I am, but I'm becoming. Turn to your neighbor. You don't see the real me. I'm still becoming. I'm God's, I'm God's masterpiece. I'm God's masterpiece. I am, I am, I am. It don't matter what I've been through. No matter what I've done. I'm God's masterpiece. He chose me to be his masterpiece. Our talk has to change. Our, our declaration. Let me show you how messed up we are. I'm preaching. And instead of speaking with me, you got to rebuke in your mind what I'm saying. And I'm speaking the word of God. And then some of you, the devil done raised up and telling you negative stuff as the truth is being preached. 
Now do you understand what I mean by spiritual warfare? Now do you understand? Listen, he don't want you to become what God has called you to be. Lord have mercy. Think about, well, you don't know where I've been. God knows where you've been. God went to the end, started and went back and said, let it be. He has compensated for everything you was going to go through. He wrote your story. Turn to him and say, he wrote my story and he wrote victory. The battle that we face is whose voice we're going to listen to. Give me another one. Speak into my mic. I want them to hear you. Chosen by God. Huh? Chosen by God. Huh? Chosen by God. So, wait a minute. Ephesians chapter 1 says what? Ephesians chapter 1 says I was chosen by God. So, I didn't choose God. God chose me. When did he choose us? Before the creation, the foundation of the world, God already chose you in his mind because God made time, so he stepped out of time, stepped into your time, and chose you. When we begin to believe what God is constantly trying to get in us, we walk better. We talk better. We act better. Some of the stuff that we allow to hang on us will drop off. Bondage in the church because of a lack of knowledge. Bondage in our life because we don't know what God says about us. Bondage because we're not taking it in. We're more dealing with this. This kills, steal, and destroy. Defeating this, growing this. It's already in you. It was placed in you when he saved you. You just have to grow it. We just got to go. Grab another one. Grab another one. Born again of God's spirit. Hold on. If it's his spirit in me, then it's also the nature of Jesus in me. So the character of Jesus is in us. It's Galatians chapter 5 that talks about the fruit of the Spirit. That is really the, the character of Jesus. So watch this, watch this. Now let me show you how wrong we get this. So I pray for more patience. No, you got the patience of Jesus. You need to ask, make the flesh die. Oh, shut your mouth. So I can't blame it on the devil no more. So when I'm driving, and people driving crazy, and I'm fussing and getting ready to cuss, it's not that I need more patience. I need to kill the flesh. Listen, you either got the Spirit of God in you or you don't. 
If you got the Spirit of God in you, then you got all of Christ in you. And you got the patience of Christ. The problem is we keep letting this get in the way of this. What time is it? What time is it? I, I, I knew I wasn't going to get done. I knew I wasn't going to get done. Okay. Let me, let me, let me. Come. Oh my God. Get, get in the shot with me. You make me look good. Thank you. Okay. I need all the help I can get. Okay. You got me. You know how we do this. This, watch this. How I check this. Whether I'm acting in this, it is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. That love chapter that we really, you know, we at weddings and all that. But what that is saying is, this is your check of whether you're walking in the spirit or the flesh. The flesh is the lust of the eyes, sensual things, the the, the lust, the, the, the pride of life is ego. The and the lust of the flesh, which is central. It's, it's when I want all this that's in the world. Didn't Satan do that to Jesus? Didn't, didn't he take him up and show the glory of the world and say, Adam gave it to me. I'll give it to you. You don't have to die on the cross. This is mine. And guess what? He says to us the same thing. The fruit of the Spirit are, are that which we check our attitude, our action, our thinking by is one, is three pillars. Faith. Is it based on faith, trust in God? Is it based on the expectation of God? Hope. A future expectation of what I don't have yet, but I'm standing on the promises. And the last one, the most important one, is love. Is it the, me loving God and loving my neighbors? If my action, if my attitude, if what we do is not flowing for those three, he says it's nothing. We can be doing the, the right thing with the wrong attitude, and it don't count. Not to God. My brothers and sisters, this is more powerful than the devil. Greater than he that's in you than he that is in the world. When you walk in this, can't nobody stop you. Can't nobody touch you. Can't nobody stop you. When you walk into this, what God has for you is for you, and it was going to rise up. See, in this, I make excuses for myself. Well, my mama was like this. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> my daddy, you should have, wait a minute. God has placed his spirit. Say that with me. He has placed his spirit, the Holy Spirit in me to overcome everything. 
Grab another one just for fun. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. Turn to your neck and say, he got his name on me. He got his name on me. Got his name on me. I done broke the pen. Okay, I don't know how I did that, man. I'm stronger than what I think I am. Okay, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. I was, um, when we were doing two services, went home after the 8 o'clock. It was doing a, a really rough time. And I was praying. I was asking God. And in my mind's eyes, as I was drawing, I saw this clay pot, and it had cracks in it. Just a lot of cracks in it. And I said, Lord, that's me. And I was asking, what are you doing? You're killing me. Lord, what are you doing? I don't understand. And, and, and as I was praying, I was driving, I, I, I literally saw this in my mind's eye floating in the air. I saw another vessel that was bigger than the vision and it, start, and it had liquid gold in it. And it started pouring into this crack pot which represented me and the gold start pouring through the cracks. I'm trying not to break this. This is a gold pen. God wants to fill all your cracks with his anointing. Precious. Precious. And what he said to me is, where you think you're strong, I can't work through that. Where you are at, I can't use that. I'm cracking you so I can pour through you even more. My strength is made per perfect in your weakness, not in your strength. You know what I realize? God don't need my stuff. He don't want me to bring nothing to the table. The table already full because God wants to do it himself through us, through me. Because we can't do nothing. He wouldn't have died on Calvary if there was another way. Matter of fact, the more fragmented you are, if you let God have you, if you really give yourself to God, you want to talk about power? You want to talk about anointing? You want to talk about being used of God? And watch this, watch this, watch this. He can only use broken people because people that's not broken would take the credit for it themselves. But when you know that you know that is God, when you're not trying to impress nobody, when you ain't trying to do this Christian thing yourself, but you recognize you can't do it, when you recognize, Lord, I'm nobody and you everything, 
the law, my, 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 I, I depend on you. Change my personality. Change my attitude. Change what I think about myself. Lord, I give. You know what happens? That taste by taste, bit by bit, you begin to realize that the best thing that could ever happen to you is an intimate relationship with Jesus. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about coming to church on Sunday. See, see, I come to church on Sunday, but I try to worship him every day. I, I recognize I need him. You need him every day. Oh, oh somebody need to testify. Listen, that's what it says. Romans, not Romans, oh, let me go to Revelation. Romans chapter 12 says this. It says, the, the devil is the accuser of the brothering that he goes before God and condemns us and he tells God what we have done wrong. Listen, if you are saved, God don't condemn you. No, it's because he already paid the price. He knew you was gonna do it before you did it. It's already covered by the blood. <laughs> you already saved and sealed. And there's nothing that the devil can do about it. You can act crazy. You may suffer consequences, but you sealed if you really know him. The question is not about how good you are. The question is, do you really know him? But if you know him, there's something about Jesus that makes everything okay. He says this, he says this, he says, he says, and they will overcome him. By the blood. You can't see the blood on the outside, but I'm covered by the blood on the inside, and I'm glad about it. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah, women! Listen, 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 And by, not that your testimony saves you, but how you win. When the devil comes up against you and accuse you, come here, Jesse. I'm gonna, I was going to do it, but I'm going to let you do it. I know you know this stuff. I know we didn't talk about it enough. You know this stuff. If the devil say you ain't saved, yes, I am. how you know you saved? I'm saved by his grace. I am a chosen generation. I am a royal priesthood. I am a holy nation. I am a peculiar people. I am a mighty man of valor. I am a mighty man of God. I am called and appointed by the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of his spirit. I am who God says I am. I am king. I am priest. I am minister of the most high God. I am because he says I am. You're not good enough. Oh, yes, I am. I'm accepted by the beloved. I am who God says I am. I am king. I am priest. I am minister. I am everything that God says I am in spite of me. 
You can't do it. You can't do it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am his. 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 I'm going to mess with your peace. You can't touch me. You don't have me. Chosen generation. Royal priesthood. Holy nation. According to the foreknowledge of God the Father, I'm here. Masterpiece. Masterpiece. Holy. Anointed by the Spirit. King. Called according to his glory. Oak of his righteousness. Planning of the Lord for the display of his splendor. I am who God says I am. Warfare, that's how you fight. That's how you do it. That's how you overcome. That's how you stand up. That's how you stand. That's how you overcome. That's how you break through. That's how you do it. The power is in you but you got to declare it. You got to speak the word. You got to know what he says about you and that he said it is true. You got to believe God and what he says beyond your experience, beyond what you've been through. Who voiced are you going to believe? I know it's a battle, but fight. Fight. Take your place and fight. Don't back up, but stand and know who you are, God. Help me out. Who are you? Chosen generation, circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, crucified with Christ, king, priest, minister of the most high God. I'm his masterpiece, chosen and left. Come here, what's this? How I know he knows this stuff? Because of the battles he's been through. I taught him how to fight warfare with the stuff Satan was throwing at him. Hold on. God will raise you up through what you've been through. He will turn what Satan is trying to bury you in. He turned it into fertilizer to raise you up. Listen, you haven't been buried. You've been planted. You've been planted by God to raise up through all that mess and be all that God has called you to be. Who do you believe? Who do you declare? What do you believe? Who do you say you are? Oh. 
You are all that he says you are. You are all that you have quoted. You are, he said it, you spoke it, you believe it. God is raising you up to be powerful, to be anointed, to use all that he has placed in you that the enemy tried to destroy. But God, but God, talk to your neighbor and say, but God, but God. At home, but God, but God, he has planted all that he has in you to raise you up for his glory. Good soil, if you know Jesus. Good soil. What's this? Good seed. Because it's the seed of Christ Jesus in you. Hallelujah. 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 At home, that 451-31 number, a minister will call you back. I know God has spoken to you. But you got to have the faith to ask Jesus in your life. You can, today, Lord, plant in me your spirit. Today, Lord, I want to be what you are calling me to be. Today, Lord, I believe that you died for my sins and rose for me to plant me in good soil. In the house, I got ministers there. We're about ready to stand and declare some stuff. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But if you don't know Jesus, if you need extra prayer, they will be with you. Next Sunday, there are women that are being trained to stand with you in case you are a woman and you need a woman to talk to you. They will be there next Sunday. Amen. Because sometimes a female needs to touch another female. Hallelujah. Stand. Don't even come to the altar. Just, just, just plant your feet where you are.